you want to learn more about effective management, head over to madsingers.com and sign up for my free management training. Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Today, I'm joined by none other than Anthony Obas. Welcome, Anthony. Well, welcome, Matt Singh Podcast. Anthony Obas is in the building. How are you, my friend? I am amazing as always. And today we're going to talk about management as always. So that always put me in an amazing mood. So before we jump into it, Anthony, there's people around the world who don't yet know who you are. Could you tell them a little bit about yourself and how you ended up where you are right now? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, don't, I'm a man of multiple assets, right? Of, I guess multiple traits. Um, you know, again, I am a, a artist manager, artist manager, brand consultant, but I also manage small businesses as well, too. I do a couple of public relationships. I do a couple of um, event curations. And how I started was I started with radio first um, at Syracuse University, at WAER, WERW independent radio and also you know NPR then I transitioned into creating my own business where you know I was working you know transitioned into somewhat trying to create my own business where I worked with a couple of creatives up on Syracuse to create the village um where we was just trying to help you know creatives kind of share their stories it was in the midst of radio where you know people I was bringing people through interviews and they were like can you manage me can you manage me and I was just like I don't know about that I barely can manage myself and I barely can manage the projects that I have, you know. So then I started to realize that people need direction in terms of, you know, create their passion, right? So my I found the niche, right? I found the niche. I found the niche. And now I've been, you know, I've been doing this for about, I'm about to celebrate five years. Um, yeah. So, and that's how I kind of started. And now I'm, I'm, I'm in this. I'm in this now. Perfect. Perfect. Right. So tell me a little bit more about how do you manage artists? I mean, I, I have definitely never managed artists. Uh, managing staff is difficult enough, but then managing artists, what, what's it like? Well, I mean, it's it's interesting because the relationships between the artist and you, I mean, it, it, it depends, right? Some of it could, it, I always think of it like dating somebody, right? It's like, you know, at first you're kind of getting to know each other, right? Because you don't know what that person's expectations are. They don't know what your expectations are, right? You're, yeah. you're both very enthusiastic to kind of jump into it. And, you know, you just jump into it. You know, all the people that I've been blessed to be working, I've worked with, we've had the mentality of we're just going to do it just to do it. But in the midst of, you know, in the midst of everything, you know, we've went, we've gone through a lot of tribulations right because we're trying to attain a specific goal right and yeah. we don't know kind of which direction to take it but we all trying it we're all taking the risk right and over and it's like dating right like like i said dating is you taking a risk on that significant partner to see what the end goal is you don't know where the end goal could you don't know where the end goal is but you're making the steps to kind of get to that end goal. So for my artists, we're trying to find, and me, we're trying to find sustainability within our within the music space, right? Sustainability yeah. doesn't look like $1 million. Sustainability looks like $50,000, $60,000. You know, you as a single dependent person in a household, that's what stability looks like. So yeah. 
but over the years, my manage my I guess my managerial style has changed completely. Um, it's changed every year because every year requires a different approach. Every person has a different approach, right? Um, and it, it requires a lot of emotional intelligence. How how do you get the most out of people? How do you motivate people to get the most out of themselves? I guess. I mean, again, motivation is a key in this music business, right? Because you know, people are working, you know, day jobs, and also they're doing this music stuff, right? People are also getting critiqued from people that they that don't have an opinion, right? Um, how do I keep them motivated, right? They, you know, I constantly tell, I constantly have to remind themselves their why, their purpose, right? I have to, com- I have to constantly remind them, like, you know, there are people that are rooting for you. You know what I mean? I have to constantly remind them that your one support can go a long way, right? So my, and my motivation also comes with me just putting in the work. I don't talk a lot. I do a lot to provide opportunities for people, you know, um, because I like to consider myself as I'm breaking the door. I'm letting everybody in. I'm letting everybody in for free, you know? So that's, that's, you know, that's how I keep people motivated. I constantly have to remind them their blessings. I have to constantly remind them, you know, where we came. I have to constantly remind them that this is also a stage. And this is also like, a period of time, it will go away. You know what I mean? If we go, this is a day by day approach. Yep. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. And uh, what, what sort of, when you're working with these people and you're, you're motivating, you're pushing them, like how, how do you typically get the best results? Like what, what do you actually do? Yeah. I mean, how, again, like, I think for me, it's how do I get the best result? I don't think I, for me, this industry is not about me, right? Right. Um, right. It's not about me trying to get the best. And I think this is the idea of managerial structure, right? When you're the employee, and I'm using this in a in a more like business terminology, when you're the employer, you're the employee, you shouldn't want your employee to meet your expectations. You want, you want them to meet their expectations for them to get the, the best out of themselves, if that makes sense. Yes, My that business, makes total sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? My business thrives on seeing my artists or seeing my people get the best for them. Like again, we are, are we all are hard critiques. We could do, we always say we could do better. We could do better here. We could do better there. There, you know what I mean? But my job as, and again, I've taken this approach now is one to listen, two to observe, but three also to acknowledge their blessings, right? Acknowledge like where we have come, you know what I mean? Like that sometimes people don't realize that, but that positive reinforcement is very key into motivating your employees to now meet, to exceed the expectations. You know what I mean? That, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. And and fundamentally, like a lot of time, it's hard to see your own genius sometimes, right? So right. like when you're looking, standing, looking in the mirror, it's sometimes obvious to other people, but uh, as human beings, we love questioning ourselves. Right. Yeah. And, and we like to put, a, we like to put, and I, for me, I love to take, you know, I mean, like, again, like I'm not really a big overthinker or more of a do I'm, I'm think I'm self, I'm an overdoer, right. I don't think about a lot of my things because I think doing, doing, thinking you delay your process in terms of getting results, right. Doing, you know, you might be tired in terms of overproductivity, but at least you can come back to a, a, a space where you can recenter, rethink, and think about everything you do and kind of reflect on what are some of the things you just won't do, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. 
That that makes total sense. Total sense. So when you're when you're dealing with people and when you're bringing people in and so on, how how do you actually decide who to work with? I mean, we go through we go through again. We, here's the thing: we go through trials and tribulations, right? You can't. I have a certain criteria that I expect from people. One of the things is hard work and consistency, right? I grew up at you know I I played football. I did track. Um, I did uh, mixed martial arts growing up, right? And one of the things is about practice, right? You have to see who practices every day. How many people, for me, it's like how many artists are scheduling a studio session every week? How many artists, you know, whether it's just you sitting down in the studio writing, whether it's just you chopping up beats, whatever, how many people are doing that every week, right? That's, that, that's, that's motivation for me to take you because I know you're going to go for it, right? One. Second thing is also the idea of, being open to growth, right? I think we forget that in the line of business. It's like, I'm open and receptive to critique, but I'm also, and I also will take that with a grain of salt, right? I can't, I can't work with anybody that's not open and receptive to critique, right? And again, like, I'm not going to say every idea that I have is right, but I will say generally, like, take my idea with a grain of salt, right? Experiment also to, I don't take anybody that's not willing to experiment, that's not willing to try, because you know, you constantly, you can't, you will constantly find yourself in a loophole, constantly doing the same thing. You will constantly sit in your, your bedroom and say, why am I still at the same position? You're still at the same position because you didn't experiment. You didn't step out of, you didn't step out of your box to look back into your box and say, okay, this worked, right? You know, that's, that's those, those are the clients that I look for. I look for the experimenters. I look for the people that are willing to try new things. I'm willing for the people that are also willing to open their minds. You know, I I can't, I can't work with people that are just like, you know, stagnant. I can't work with people that are not practicing because that hurts. You know what I mean? Because if I'm going at a hundred, if I'm going a hundred percent for you and I'm going a hundred percent for me, you should be going 200% just for yourself. Yeah. What, what if we take it from the other angle? Like mm-hmm. if I was an artist, how do I succeed? What are the things that I should be doing to make sure that I'm a success? The things that you should be doing to make sure you're a success. I say this, it, 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 first of all, you need to wake up day to day and understand that this is not, this is not a, a one, this is not a home run, right? You got to load up the bases first. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, going with the baseball analogy, you got to get to first base, right? You're so focused on trying to go for the home run, but you haven't gotten the first base, right? As an artist, you have to understand to take those little steps every day, right? Okay, today I woke up. What is the one thing I could do to improve my career? It doesn't have to be, you have to make a song. Sometimes it did I write today, right? Did I look at a new music video today, right? Did I listen to this album that people are talking about, understand the cultural, technological, and also um, missing, oh, social, there you go, um, cultural, technological, and social impact on the music industry, right? You as an artist should be, or did you study today? Did you read up on one music business article today, right? You should be making a constant daily effort to improve your career each and every day because you're not doing it for anybody else but yourself. You know what I mean? You're giving yeah. yourself, as Maslow's uh, hierarchy said, you're giving yourself the, the highest utility by constantly improving your skill sets, you know? Yep. That that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. 
So, yeah, I, I like that a lot because I think a lot of the time, like the same thing when you're looking at employees in a company, they're always looking at what can this company offer? What can I benefit from this? But the most successful employees is often the ones that are looking at what do I need to deliver? What do I need to do in this role to be successful? And, and is this something I want to do? And is it something I can do? But right? it's and also on the flip side, as an employer, what are you providing for your employees? Or in my case, what am I providing for my artists to make sure that they reap the benefits as high as they can? Right. Because, you know, again, you know, with this, I mean, with you know, I don't know if we're still in a pan. I don't know what the situation is with this pandemic right now. Um, but you know, people have lost motivation. People are people have lost motivation to work for people. People are now trying to become their own bosses, if that makes sense, because we haven't provided the structure to allow employees to grow within the company. We haven't really listened to the employees and met the needs of the employees. Right? Again, like I said, as an as, as an artist manager. I have to listen to the needs of the artists, right? And try to figure out how to best deliver that to them. But the only way for me to do that is to, for me to be in constant communication with them, right? If we go back to one of the questions you asked, what is the thing that you, you know, you're going to need in order to be a successful manager or like one of those, it was one of those questions, I forgot what it was, but you need constant communication. You need constant check-ins with your employees, with your artists, because in order for you to grow, your business, you have to figure out what is the needs that they need and how you best can provide that for them. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. That makes sense. How about one, one of the biggest things I see generally in, in typical sort of um, management and so on is, is the value of networking, both for yourself as a manager, but also for your employees, right? Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you see? I mean, I assume networking is also critically important when it comes to uh, comes to sort of the music industry and so on. How how does people work with that, and how 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 good do you generally find that your clients are at, at networking? Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, I mean, I mean it, it it depends on who it is. You know, I think I have to be the one to open the door first because my artists trust me. If that makes sense, right? They trust my vision. They trust my mission. They trust where I'm going. Right. I don't make I don't always make the right calls. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I, I will say that I don't make the right calls in terms of the direction, but they trust me first. Right. I have to be the one to network first and then allow them to kind of get through the door second. What they tend to do is once they're in the door, they allow for the network to open vastly. You know, and if that makes sense. Right. So what I mean is that I'm able to, you know, open the lock tweak the lock a little bit and then get through the door. They are able to take the door off the hinge. You know what I'm saying? They're able to break down because of the potential that they have. Right. I'm only someone I'm like, like I said, I'm sneaking into the house. They are just busting the door down for letting everybody else to go through my net, my network, my network is my net worth, but it's also their net. It's also their network. So anything that I know that I that I know that I can leverage to them, they will always eat. Vice versa, too. They will always put me in a position where they said, okay, I might not be the best person to network in this position, but I will put Anthony in this position because he will be able to maintain relationships. Right. As a manager, you have to be able to maintain relationships and you also need to be able to navigate through those relationships and, and, and 
And again, it's not about a, a, a pro, what's a good, what, what's a benefit. Again, we're not doing cost to benefit of relationships. What we're, we're looking at is what relationship do you need to manage in order for your business to grow? Again, we talk about this idea of key, um, oh my God, I'm forgetting the nine business models here. Um, key relationships, that's what the nine business model, key relationships, right? Key relationships is a crucial part in the nine business, in the nine business model. Like if you did the nine business model canvas, key relationships is a key component, right? As an artist, you're very focused on the music. You're very focused on like PR and everything like that. My role is to make sure that everything that you need, I'm maintaining that key relationship. So when it's time to go, it's time for us to make that move. You know what I'm saying? Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know? And like I said and, to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. But like I said to you before, it's like they will put me in the position where I'm in the room and I'm I'm already. And again, I'm a very extroverted person, right? Like, you know, I'm just going da 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 X, Y, and Z, move, boom, boom. Like they might, they, all they probably do is introduce me to that person. But by yeah. then, they'll, feel, they'll, they'll be wondering in three, four months, it's like, oh, yeah, really connect. I'm like, yeah, we have each other's number. You know, we hanging out, we grabbing food. You know what I'm saying? So, again, that's maintaining and managing relationships, key relationships. Yeah. Excellent. Sounds good, Anthony. Sounds good. Uh, what, are, what are some key resources that have really been beneficial for you to sort of get better at, at managing, get better to running your business and so on? Like, what are some key resources that have really been helpful for you throughout your career so far? Oh, man, that's a great question. I think one has been, if we're talking about tangible resources, I definitely say getting, I, I will always say getting a planner, right? Definitely time management because I can sometimes take on way too much than I can. So what I do is I, I constantly check my planner every every day. Um, and before I sign up to things, I said, let me just make sure, let me double check that this is doable for me. Um, so I have a plan of that's one. Second thing is also the idea of, I started using Asana. I don't know if you ever heard that software, but yeah. Asana is a great way to kind of manage tasks, manage tasks on who is who, who does what, who does where, and who does why. Another thing I've done in, in addition to that is if I know I'm, I'm incapable of doing that, I have a database that. I know people that'll be able to do it. So every time I meet somebody, I kind of write down a quick note um, on my Excel sheet. And then, you know, if I'm not able to take on a project from a specific person, I just pass it on to that person that may be able to do it. Um, and again, again, one of the, but intangible things, one of the things I just have to, I've learned over the years is just tell people no, right? Tell people no, because if the, if the value proposition doesn't match up to your value proposition, just tell people, no, you can't do it. And people might get butthurt. People got, might get emotional, like whatever. Just tell people, no, because your business has to thrive off of you being able to successfully complete your tasks, right? I, I, um, I love that. I think I think probably the ability to learn to say no, like a lot, particularly small business owners, they're like, every time there's an opportunity, they're like, oh yeah, I should do it. I should jump on it. And, and realistically, if you say yes to everything around you, you don't have time to really do the things that really, really matters, right? Yeah. So I think I, I love that advice. You know what I mean? Like, and like one a friend said this to me last year, and I, I still hold this quote: "Not every not every opportunity is a good opportunity, right? People don't realize there is a cost to opportunity, right? Um, and that cost could be oh, you you missed an opportunity to network with this person, 
So like, or you missed this opportunity to make $5,000. So what, right? Because if one, if one opportunity closes, another one opens, right? Like that's okay, you know, but you have to be able to evaluate the whole, and this is the thing, when you say yes, you're not really evaluating the situation, right? That's why it's best for me sometimes to say, I will think about it. You know what I mean? I'll think about doing this, right? Um, or if yeah. people just, if some people sign me up, I'm like, yo, why did you sign me up without talking to me? Right. Because you need to walk through that process. You need to walk through that process. I don't want to say cost, cost and benefit would be the ideal, but you need to walk through that process to say, how does what I'm doing, how does my resource, how does my value, how does the people around me, when I bridge all this together, take me one step further to my, to my why, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, to your goal. I mean, what 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 you're trying to achieve, right? Because I, I think fundamentally, uh, it's often easier to say yes than say no, right? But right. but but really fundamentally, as a when you're in business, you need to learn to prioritize, right? It's the single yeah. most important thing, and and the ability to prioritize well, just uh, it's so critical for you being able to accomplish what it is you want to accomplish, right? Exactly, and like I said, I've told like I mean last night. You know, I was with my DJ, um, losing losing my crib, just kicking it, and I I was telling him like, "Yo, like, there was a there was an event I was supposed to go to a couple of weeks, uh, you know, literally last week, and I told him like, I'm not going to that event because that person, that business, right, that person that I thought is a key relationship didn't really, you know, kind of reciprocate that I'm their key relationship. You know what I'm saying? Or that I could potentially be a, a key partner." Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm so I said to them, I'm like, what is the what is the opportunity that I gain here that that going to the event? The only opportunity that I gain is probably, you know, hanging out with other industry on industry people, which is, I guess, a plus. But I live in New York City. You know what I mean? Like if I don't get you now, I can get you later. You know what I mean? Like um, and people and people don't realize that, like, just because you closed on an opportunity now doesn't mean that you can that means that full opportunity is not closed. It just means that I'm gonna end up revisiting when the time is right, you know, when the time is right. And I was telling him last night that, you know, I can't lose time these days. I can't lose time, right? I can lose money, right? Because money comes and goes, but I can't lose time, right? And I can't lose, I can't lose my health, right? Um, so that's I think those are very important. Excellent. Love it, love it. Uh, if anyone's listening to this and, and love what you're saying and want to reach out to you and connect with you, what's the best way to do so? Um, to be honest with you, like if you look at my name, Anthony Obas, we got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I also have an email, anthony.obas at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, reach out if you have any questions about management, brand management, artist management. Um, because I said, like I said, I, I, I touched on it. And again, it's a very, very tough industry. Um, but like I said, I'm more than happy to help people navigate through it. it. That's what we do. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me today. That was a very interesting conversation and a little bit different from what I usually used to. So uh, that was super interesting. And to the audience, thank you very much for staying on all the way to the end. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.